1: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown.
2: It is the iCouple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, ATV, boat, RV, and more. All your protection in one place is a beautiful thing. Trust the brother. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. At the bottom of the hour, we've got Sean King Former NFL quarterback, now a V-CIN host. He's a friend of the show. He's been here before, so we'll have some fun with him talking NFL. But, Rob, right now let's go to the NBA. I think, uh, Rob G., correct me if I'm wrong, Golden State is trailing Sacramento 35-34 early in the second quarter. So long way to go in that one. But right now, um, Sacramento is, you know, Hanging around. They're more than hanging around. They're leading 34-32. I'm sorry, is the score. Uh Sacramento's up. So, they uh, are not going to go away quietly. Uh, let's put it that way. Uh, Unlike the Milwaukee Bucks, who went away very quietly in five games to not only an eighth seed, but an eighth seed that lost the play-in game, the first play-in game. So, and, it and was Kai, bad,
4: and, and they had uh, hero was missing,
2: wasn't it? Best three point shooter, a twenty point score is right. out. So it right, yeah, you're right. It was just uh, Miami has, I believe, seven undrafted players. They have four of them in their rotation. Kevin Love is starting for them. I mean now, that that's how, and I'm not. Kevin Love was at one time a great player, at one time. All right, he's old now, and his better days are behind him. He's playing well, though, for him. And uh, that's who the Milwaukee Bucks lost to. Two double-digit leads entering the fourth quarter the last two games. It was bad. Um, and Rob, Giannis, I, I've said for the past few years, I think you have to. I think, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, that he's the best player in the world. And... That now, a friend of mine texts me. Shout out to my man, Adam Coleman. Texts me. And he said, and I think he's right. He put it very nicely. He said, Giannis went from being definitively the best player in the world to arguably the best player in the world. You don't want to overreact to just one series, but. I think that is a fair statement. I think most people were giving him that title and now I think it's it's up for debate. More debate than it ever has been the last few years, Rob. Um and now, you know, some of these guys still alive in the playoffs are going to fight for their part in that debate. What do you uh were you with me? These past few years, saying Giannis is the best player in the world.
4: I mean, with all the stuff that he was able to do, the improvements, winning a championship, staying in Milwaukee when everybody was chastising him, saying he was making a mistake, he'd never win. And and we talked about the improvements. One without a
2: super team. Yep.
4: Now, right, and then he took a he took a step back, Chris, with the thirteen missed free throws because that. Well, you remember the big, huge game in
2: the finals. I can't remember—is that the fifty-point game or whatever? No, but that was a game. His free throws. Right, he made, he, was he made seventeen
4: and nineteen or something. Exactly, like that. and that, and the one bugaboo, Chris, was what he turned around in that, and that's when people were impressed with. Uh, it wasn't just him playing well, but the one thing that had had spooked him was the free throws, and he made all those free throws in that to to close out uh, the Phoenix Suns. That was very impressive. Yeah. I, and i'm with like look he still we knew he
2: never was still a great three point or free throw shooter this year he shot 64% but if he had shot 64% in that game against Miami when he went 10 for thir- 23 uh they would still be playing but,
4: exactly that 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 was a that was a right. terrible step back
2: but he always had even as me and you and many others were saying he's the best player in the world His deficiencies were there, and it was obviously the foul shooting, but I think an even bigger one was that he really doesn't have a go-to shot. He's not a good shooter. Even just mid-range jumpers, he's not a very good shooter. He has to pretty much get to the hole or at least get to the paint to score. And and the reason that I was able to overlook that deficiency and say he's the best player in the world was because, Rob, it seemed like nobody – could exploit it, right? I mean, it it wasn't being a deficiency because nobody was forcing him to shoot jump shots. Nobody, other than Miami in the bubble, the year they beat him when they walled off the paint and he couldn't get to the basket, that's when he looked bad. But after that, he was able to get wherever he wanted in those finals, he's able to get to the bucket. And ever since then, he was able to get to the bucket And so his deficiencies not being a good jump shooter and foul shooter, it wasn't an issue. And in this series, it was an issue, Rob. And it's hard. This is why it's hard to definitively say he's the best player in the world, Rob, because at the end of the game, when I need a bucket, I couldn't go to him. I couldn't. And not just because he might miss the free throw. It yeah, was that, because but that's a, he but can't that's a part shoot.
4: Part of it too, though, Chris. You know that, right?
2: That but Shaq too. was like that. But I could go to Shaq, and if they don't foul him, he's gonna put somebody in the basket with a dunk, or he's gonna make a little jump hook down on the block. I can't count on Giannis to do that. I probably could if he'd get on the block more, but that's not what he does. He's on the perimeter, and he's a perimeter guy that can't shoot. Embiid, I can give Embiid the ball. And he's, I can feel good about he gonna go make a play, like he gonna make a, a mid range jumper, or he's gonna he, make a pass, or he can score go from inside. anywhere. Right, right. Yo Jokic can, can score from anywhere. Steph, obviously, you can give it to him. Feel good, like uh, that Durant. So I just, it's open, right? And I will, I gotta be honest, because we're gonna get into who you think is, if you think somebody's the best player in the world, and who I think, if it's not Giannis, I got. Honestly speaking, I'm not just going to say a name to make a hot take, a name to make good radio. Honestly speaking, Rob, I think we are in one of those stretches where it really isn't clear who's the best player. And that's not a cop-out because outside of Jordan and LeBron, you know, the last decade or however long you wanted to give it to him, the, the the best player in the world hasn't generally been definitive.
4: I no, think and, I go and back it's, to the late it's coming right? on and it's coming right. on because at one point, not too many years ago, I think Kevin Durant was that guy. You can't say that anymore, Chris. No, I and I don't think he was ever the best player in the world as great
2: as he is. I, but that when well, you know that's an argument. That's fine. Right. I'm not here to debate that. But I think like in the late seventies, Dr. J just came into the league in '76. I think there was an argument for Dr. J as the best player in the world. Kareem, a lot of people looking back will say, well, Kareem was the best. Uh, yeah, but Kareem, in last year in Milwaukee didn't make the playoffs. I think maybe his first year in L.A. didn't make the playoffs. The year Dr. J got in the league, Kareem was swept by Bill Walton in the second round, Bill Walton in the Blazers when they won the championship. The next year, the next two years, Kareem went out in the first round? Winning one game in each series. And, and he had, oh, Magic wasn't there, but Norm Nixon was there, who was great. Uh, Jamal Wilkes was there, who was a Hall of Famer. Uh, um, uh, they, they had another uh, player who, Adrian Dantley was there, who, you know, people forget he even played for the Lakers. He was great. He went. They traded him, and the rest is history when he shined in Utah and in Detroit, but... Kareem had some great players, and they were getting bounced in the first round. So was he the best? Was Dr. J the best? Was Bill Walton the best? It was up for debate. And, Rob, I think that's where we are
4: right now. I think that's fair. I just think that there's nobody that you could definitively say uh, if you're not saying it's Giannis and coming off of what just transpired. It's hard to make that case for him. Coming off what just happened. Right. Right. So and everybody the way it happened. Right. And so everybody you look at, there's question marks. That's the problem. Or there's uh Do you think somebody could answer it? Like I would
2: say, I'ma name a few guys that I think I, let, I, let's just say they ran to the tight. They won the championship this year. They would could lay claim to it. I think Jokic for sure. I think maybe if Jokic even just gets to the finals. Because only, the only reason you would say he's not really, I know he's not a great defender like Giannis and Embiid, but you would say he just hasn't had much playoff success. So that's his issue. And so I, I think if he were to get to the finals, certainly if he were to win it without a super team like Giannis did a few years ago, like he would have an argument. Um, I think Embiid, Rob, and I don't think they're going to make this type of run, especially if, he, if he's banged up for real. But let's say he does. He got a great argument, right? MVP probably, great defender, outstanding shooter, and free throw shooter. Big, you know. Um, and I think Rob <laughs> Durant. Obviously, that's not the one I was laughing at. But uh, Durant, right now, Devin's been their best player. I mean, Durant's better, but Booker's been their guy so yeah, far. Yeah, but, we'll but if but changes. but if
4: let me ask you this. If Durant leads them to the championship and wins the Finals MVP, I'm just making a hypothetical. Right, right. You would have to consider that that he. Oh, he had to be in it. There's
2: no, right? and a lot of people would say he was. Okay, I don't know if I'm... I would. I have to see. I. But you, are you saying he's like the leading score? Well, yeah, yeah you're like wins Finals. Like MVP. he wins the Finals MVP. Because right. last the championship. series it would have been Booker MVP. Right. No, you know, I get that. So, but so if it's if it's him, but nah, it, would there, be, it
4: would it would be like well Booker. Uh was the man a uh, couple years ago, and they lost four straight after being up to Right. 0. Well, they Booker you, yes, would no. not be the best player in the world, even if he would have no, won. No, no, no. I, I get right. that. But I'm saying... No, I, but, Durant, but the, yes. Durant would have to be the finals MVP. I mean, I, well, right. that's without question. If Booker's the finals MVP, then no, he right. wouldn't be in that conversation.
2: Right. right. But Durant, if he is the finals MVP, Rob, I think a lot of people would say he's the best player in the world... I think it'd be somewhat arguable, but yeah, he probably would be being referred to generally speaking as the best player in the world. I'm going to throw this name out to you, Rob, though. What about Steph? If he leads them to a second straight title in years when people didn't think they went, Draymond's a little older in the tooth, uh, uh, longer in the tooth. Clay's uh, not the defender he used to be still. Obviously is a great shooter. Like, I think it'd be the first time, right? I don't think there's ever been like a normal-sized point guard viewed as the best player in the world. And and some would still say, well, he's not a great defender. Well, neither is Jokic. You know, Durant's a good defender, not
4: an awesome defender. But,
2: I, I mean, I, I you might have to put Steph in there.
4: Yeah, I think If that, they win it. Yeah, I think that there are some people who just are not going to buy into him. Despite all, Chris, I get all. I get. If the, he's the Finals MVP, like you said, right? I mean, there will be some, and they will point to what you said. Like he's not doing it on the other end; he's not defending the better yep. player, the best player on the other end. Those are things that people point Although out. Although he's that.
2: defending Fox a lot, I mean, nowadays you're switching all the time. No, so, I yeah, know, he, but you know what I mean. But still, a, he's not a great defender. But not. I think the argument would be Jokic isn't a great defender. Giannis isn't a great shooter. Um Embiid, I mean, is he's well rounded. He's pretty well rounded. Uh, Durant's well rounded. You know, he's got some deficiencies. So they all got some flaws. Um, but it, it will be an argument. And so I, you know, it's it's interesting, Rob. But I do think we're in that era, we're in a stretch where it's like maybe, you know, whoever wins it that year, if he's that caliber of player. Can lay claim to it? So let's throw it out to the listeners. 877 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Is Giannis still the best player in the world? And if not him, who? And how will these playoffs determine that? You're turning away with Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowl, LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up on Game. What is Up on Game, you ask?
7: And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.
2: All right, it's the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We're live from the tiredright.com studios. And tonight, you can check out the unbelievable true story of how George Foreman Went from Olympic gold medalist to heavyweight champ to retirement and then returned into the ring a decade later to ultimately regain the heavyweight championship. The movie's called Big George Foreman. It is exclusively in theaters starting tonight. Get your tickets now. It's rated PG-13. I saw it. It's tremendous. Go see the movie. All right, on Fox. It's your turn to weigh in. Who's the best player in the world? Or who will be uh, in a few months? Your
4: thoughts. All right, let's kick it off with uh, Tommy in Omaha. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Tommy? Tommy. Tommy. Sorry, Did we, we lose him? Tommy. All right. Andre in Massachusetts. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up?
2: How you doing, guys? Uh, thanks for taking the call. Yeah, Giannis, he's been evicted uh, from the best player in the world. competition. <laughs> He's out. He's out. Okay, based on what happened. Not Uh, even in the conversation. No more. No more. Uh, And and some of it is on Coach Bud, that ridiculousness that we saw, up 16 points going into the fourth quarter uh, in in game, in the pivotal game five. And yet in overtime, who takes – Did we –
4: We lost lost him? We lost him?
2: Hello? Yeah, there you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I'm still here. So, so Coach Bud, uh, we we gotta rain some fire down on him. But Giannis looked this year like he did in 2020 in the bubble, out of control, crazy turnovers. That wild one four set. What, what, what did he not understand that when they run that one four set in teams, especially the Miami Heat of all franchises,
4: no. Man, something okay. Yeah, we, we got we yeah. got some I issues with on, uh. What's
2: going on. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox that's it uh, yeah that's it all right Unless yeah rob else. g step in who you what you think
4: you 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 you.
2: i you think that this is one yourself. of the few times chris
1: had a good segment idea so
2: you do no one else does but go here
1: you know what i don't know if you guys can hear me because i can't even hear myself we talking hear we can hear you can you hear me now
2: yeah yep. okay sorry
1: you. about that um uh, yeah, I think this is definitely up for grabs because the thing about the the mythical best player in the world, as Rob mentioned too, it's very fluid. Like right. you, 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 can't claim best player in the world and miss the playoffs like Luka Doncic, even if he might be the actual best player. Like right. there's something that goes to, that needs to be said about what your team accomplishes, and more specifically, what your team accomplishes in the in the postseason. Um, Chris, I will say I don't think a guy like Steph Curry. Even if they win the championship, could earn that title only because, as you mentioned, he he's not good defensively.
2: But neither is Jokic.
1: Well, I don't think Jokic can add that title either.
2: Really? Yeah. If Jokic led a team with no other superstar to the championship, he wouldn't be the best player in his No, just third, just like Dirk wasn't the world? best player
1: in the world when he did yeah. that. In his yeah, year. but
2: Dirk wasn't Dirk. Babe. That team, I mean, Dirk was arguably not even MVP of those finals. It, it could have been Jason Terry. And I agree, Dirk wasn't the best player. I'm not saying it's just about leading your team to the finals. I'm there, not there the guy to think who the push leader, back on winner him. of the finals is the best.
4: Yeah, But oh, I, I Dirk, you.
2: Dirk was not a two-time MVP, and Dirk's numbers. Dirk couldn't rebound, I mean, for his size. You know, so at least Jokic rebounds, assists.
1: Well, Scores. see, okay, so Chris, like, uh, th- th- when Rob brought up Kevin Durant and you said that you never thought of him as the best player, there right. were a lot of people, even if his team was getting bounced out early, even if there was, you know, controversy going on in Brooklyn, just watching him play, you right. knew that he was the best player.
2: Really? In the world? Yes. How?
1: How? Because the way he's best that scorer. good, he's that
2: no, no, he, he's not a very good rebounder for his size. At, a few years ago in Brooklyn, he, he, he was against
1: tough physical defense. But he, I'm not saying he's a perfect player. There, no one's a perfect player. Well, LeBron James. You said it
2: like it was definitive. No, but no, what, what I'm saying is, has, just look at him and think he's the no, best. no. That there, that, that it's not. It's
1: not oh, something you could that do that right. It's, it's not I something agree. where it's just hey, this guy won MVP. He's the best. This guy won the best. No, no,
4: no. It's not right. So,
1: even with LeBron, when LeBron basically had it for like a decade plus, you could poke a ton of holes in things he didn't do well. But the things he did do well were so extraordinary, it well, made up and for they the difference. Never,
2: they weren't, uh, people couldn't use them as a weakness against him. His shooting? No, I mean San Antonio. Yeah, he wasn't the best player in the world in 2007. Yeah, but he, even when he was
1: considered the best player of the world, it was but he got better. It, he became yeah, but a better at the shooter. Top, he eventually he did, but it wasn't like that was considered a a, a strength of his.
2: It wasn't but
4: a strength but, but it was because I don't of all the other yeah, things.
1: It, it was yeah. all of the thing it was all the other things. Like Shaq he did so Shaq, many different things. Shaq right. had had a case to be the best player in the world for like two or three years and he couldn't make free
2: throws. He was limited defensively. I, he couldn't remember, score out well, of the that's, paint. That's an argument for Steph. I, I remember when they I mean, that Shaq they out they got it. of the game at the end. You yeah, but that? but Steph. Well, like what what because you gotta I think when you got two things. You got guys with deficiencies, which all of them have. Yes. And then you've got Um, guys at different positions and that play different ways and their deficiencies are different. Right. I think then you got to look at impact. Who impacts the game more? And which largely is viewed, you know, you can weigh winning into that. And who, does anybody impact the game more than Steph if he leads this team to a championship? Uh, That's the argument.
1: I mean... The fact that he gets hidden on defense makes it hard for him to make the he case. He doesn't time. get
2: hidden. I think he, I, he I, is he guarding his position right ever. Play. No, yeah. He, I just saw him guarding Darren Fox, and they switch so much. Hold on, they <laughs> switch. On, right, you, we got to stop it with the oh he's gonna guard. I saw a TV show the other day where they were like, well, I, Denver Phoenix. I think they're gonna put so and so and so. Man, that, those days are over. They can start you on a guy, but you're gonna end up on somebody else almost every possession. Cause yeah, it's I, so they switch so much. I'm not saying he's a great defender, but I'm—he's not a poor defender anymore. He's like a mediocre defender, and he's a smart defender. And but I, but so I think that that's what
4: yeah. But I think that that's what people hold against him when 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 you have that debate. I'm well, I saying. think
2: we've also never, like I said, have we ever had a small player be viewed as the best player in the world? Probably not. Never. Right. You're right. Isaiah, I think Isaiah is the best small player before Steph. And he, no Nash, when he won MVPs, Iverson, like none of them were considered the best player in the world. And so I think that is part, I get it. He's not, I'm not you know, I'm not going to sit here and say he's a good defender. But I think that's more of the bias than uh, he, he, he's not a great defender. Because he ain't out there lunching. He's trying, and he's smart, and he's in the right place. He's not like a deficiency like he used to be. All right, we got Sean King coming up in a moment, but first.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: All right, thank you, Steve. It's the iCouple, Chris and Rob, Have live from weekend. the tire Studios, Fox Sports Radio's 2023 draft coverage is presented by CHOC, C-H-O-Q. It's the reigning champion in natural men's health. Level up, guys, your strength, your energy, and your focus at chok.com. And use code DRAFT for 35% off any subscription for life. That's right. Go to CHOC.com, C-H-O-Q.com. Use the code word DRAFT and get 35% off the rest of your life. You can't beat that. Our next guest, you can't beat him either. Former NFL quarterback now, hosted VEASAN, our man, Sean King. What's up, brother? What's, What's happening? What's going on,
8: fellas? How are you guys? Doing
2: great. We're great, man. We're great. We were speaking early. I'm going to let Rob ask the question. He has a
4: theory out there about quarterbacks. We want your thoughts, Rob. Yes, I said after last night's draft with the three black quarterbacks in the first round, the five highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL now are black. The two Super Bowl quarterbacks were black. The the quarterback, the number one quarterback in next year's draft class, uh, USC, Caleb Williams, uh, is black. I'm saying the white quarterback is becoming extinct. That's where I'm at, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, before you get too carried away,
8: uh, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert will be getting extinct. And Josh Allen. Of the next trust, me, All right.
4: trust me, but that right. doesn't mean going forward is what I'm saying, like the, the type of quarterbacks – that, Sean King, you know, when you played in the league, they had no interest in Charlie Wards and guys who played It was like the NBA that. at quarterback. At no blacks point. allowed. You know what? It was the NBA <laughs> at, and, and at one time. And now all of a sudden, there's been a change.
8: Uh, well, and that's you, what you I'm see, saying. You've seen a seismic shift because for the first time, the NFL has had to mimic and mirror the college. When
4: There's it, always been black quarterbacks quarterback. in college, right? Yep, yep.
8: And so now all of your – Incoming talent pool is looking different, so you're forced to choose from a different, you know, perspective. You're forced to make decisions from a different perspective if you want to, you know, find success and sustainability.
2: Sean, you obviously, as we said, you were a quarterback, and you were a quarterback. I mean, you 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 knew how to play that position. Anthony Richardson goes forth to Indianapolis, and right now, I, I mean, he, and I mean this respectfully. He's not really what you say is a quarterback, an NFL-level quarterback. He's got a lot of work to do. You see the tools are there, or the athleticism's there. Um, do you think he'll be able to develop those skills necessary um, to play that position effectively in the NFL? Well, I think two, two things
8: are working in his favor. From everything I've heard, he's a really hard worker. So... That's what made Jalen Hurts successful, was his ability to just continue to work on his deficiencies. Uh, secondly, you got to give Shane Steichen the benefit of the doubt because he got that job because of his development of Jalen Hurts. So now the United States Colts have entrusted him with what they think is a bigger, more athletic version of Jalen Hurts. He's slightly different in that he doesn't have the experience that Hurts had. We will find out if he has the maturity that Hurts had. The big thing that Young guy like Anthony is going to have to, you know, really, really get a grasp on. Is not allowing the outside criticism to impact him.
4: Mm. How about this, Sean? Will Levis, we know, sat there and girlfriend fell asleep in his lap, and his mom is there, mascara going down her face. I mean, it was kind of embarrassing. What, what, what do you say about that? And where did this go wrong? I'm blaming the agent for having him there. Uh, if he really didn't talk to people and know that he was going to be drafted. I know the NFL invited him, but it sounds like there were stories being pushed out there by, by somebody, you know, putting him out there that he's going to be a first-round pick. But I don't hear any NFL team saying that they were in that uh, in that market for him. Where, 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 where was the disconnect there?
8: Uh, I think the message that young players need to learn from the Will Levis situation is what you do on the field matters. And, you know, Levis went to the combine. I got this, I got, what do you call it? This AK. I'm going to show it off, talking about right. how big his arm was. And I think he kind of got a little overconfident when his film couldn't back up that confidence. And uh, no, I think the one weird. thing we have to, you know, be honest about the teens have gotten really good at creating narratives. It used to be that, you know, the agents were the ones that the teams went to to create these narratives. Now, because every NFL team has such a large amount of local media that covers them and covers them only, they know how to get different messages and and narratives out there to create interest, to uh, distract people from what their ultimate objective is, so... You know, I think they are playing a much larger role in a lot of this information that's being disseminated.
2: Are you surprised that Lamar Jackson uh, ended up signing with the Ravens, and do you think he made the right choice? Like, he got a good deal. I
8: think Lamar made the only deal he had on the table. I think what Lamar saw was his market is not what he thought it was for the price points that they were talking about. I, I really think he thought okay, I'm going to have multiple teams willing to pay me Deshaun Watson's contract and give up two first-round picks to secure my services. And I don't think that was the market that he ultimately ended up in. So I think this is the best decision for him. Take the guaranteed portion of this contract, go back to Baltimore, they draft his flowers, they sign Odell Beckham in free agency, try and make a run and win a championship, and then you'll be a free agent again in a couple years with a chance to hit another big deal.
4: Yeah, but a lot of people were critical of him. Oh, he didn't have an agent. He won't get this he won't get a deal. Nobody's going to deal with him. And he wound up getting He's up the highest paid quarterback. He wound up I know he didn't get the fully guaranteed deal he wanted, but for for doing your own business, he did pretty well. Would you say that?
8: Uh, it depends on how you're looking at
4: it. I mean,
8: the price of the bricks, the price of the brick, Rob. If you're a starting quarterback, top half of the league, you are getting a certain amount of dollars but did he come out from a image standpoint as clean as he was before
4: or i don't think do i don't well, i don't i don't think that i don't think he's soiled because he handled his own thing and and got money. I mean, he doesn't walk around. It wasn't like they gave him a take it or leave it, and he's got egg on his face, and he had to come back to them. You could say he had egg. I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it that way. I mean, you
2: said you didn't think he'd ever play for him again. A lot of people are saying, oh, you wasn't going to play for him. You were upset. You said bye to the fans. You wanted fully guaranteed money. A lot of people, you could easily say, look, you got humbled.
4: I mean, I am not say saying that. Cause I did not say he when you're the highest-paid quarterback in uh, in the league. He didn't you... even get the, as much guaranteed money as. No, Colin but Murray. I'm just talking about the, the 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 amount of money that he is. He's he's listed as a as uh, one of the high. What is he? One of the highest-paid uh, yearly salary quarterbacks. So I'm saying it's hard to say he got humbled. Is what I'm saying. I
8: don't yeah, think I, it is. I mean, I, I, I advocate yeah. for having an agent. Uh, I don't think a lot of there's the young a lot men of bad agents too. Con- I just don't think a lot of the young men that come from our, our backgrounds are prepared to negotiate those kind of contracts. Uh it'll be interesting moving forward. How those relationships inside the Ravens organization, how are they moving forward? Are they as healthy as they were before? You know when you're in a contract negotiation, both sides are trying to do what's best for them. When you when you don't have a middle person, uh, do you ever forget, you know, some of the things that happened during the negotiation? I mean, there are a lot of things that play into that. I mean, salute to uh, Lamar. I think Lamar is underrated as far as how good of a player he is. I'm glad he got his money. But, again, I just – if you're an athlete, then you can avoid going through this whole drama that's been the last, you know, three and a half, four months with Lamar and, and the Ravens out-avoid it.
2: Let's, last thing. We got about a minute for your answer. Aaron Rodgers in New York. What do you think the future holds for them? How, how good will they be? Pain. Pain. You thought you was going to get out of here without answering that? No, I
8: said Payne. P-A-I-N.
2: P-A-I. Oh, Payne. Nothing
8: good is coming av91. Clubber Lane. What is, what is he, the 10th best quarterback in the AFC? What do they have? The last uh, offensive line for his quality yeah, the in the AFC. Is and, and they didn't strengthen it yesterday. Young receivers in Green Bay. He has younger receivers in New York. So what
4: yeah. are you saying? They're not making the playoffs and, no, and they're no going to win four no games? No, no chance, no Really? Bet the,
8: under, bet the under on the Jets season when total.
4: Wow, that's
8: a
2: strong word from our man Sean King. Great stuff, brother. Thank you. All right, man. You guys. Enjoy. Yep. Have a good weekend. Keep it locked. Antonio Brown is back. Kinda. That's next. I Couple Fox Sports Radio.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television.
2: To getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit.
6: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Oh, the little fat back band ended things off. Tighten up on your backstroke. All right, that's the progressive play of the day. Progressive making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and your car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Also, we're brought to you by Discover Card. At the end of your first year, Discover automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. Everything you earn doubled. That's right. Seriously. Check terms and see for yourself at Discover.com match. Rob, the, the Warriors better get it together. They're What's not happening? in trouble yet, but they're down six with eight minutes left in the third quarter. So, wow, they, they you know, it's a close game, obviously, very much within striking distance. But still, they better get serious or they're going to have to go back on the road and try to win a game. So, uh, good game going on in San Francisco right now. Uh, Rob, Antonio Brown, believe it or not, is back at it. Rob G., tell us what he, what he did recently.
1: That's right. Antonio Brown, the mercurial former New York Jet, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, former Pittsburgh Steelers. Business is booming, apparently, because he said in a photoshopped image of himself on Twitter of him in a Ravens uniform.
2: Ravens, Baltimore Ravens.
1: Baltimore Ravens says, quote, excited to return to the NFL this year. Hashtag Ravens flock. Only one problem, though. The Baltimore Ravens never offered him a contract as far as we know.
4: Rob. It's so sad. Why? It really is. It's so sad. Uh, Chris, uh, that's all I could say is that, dude, the guy was headed to the Hall of Fame, one of the, one of the great – I mean, his numbers, when you go look at what he did for the Steelers for like six years in a row, Chris, were eye-popping. Fantastic. Were unbelievable. Fan, yep. Right, fantastic. And I don't know what happened. He just – it just – he did that uh, – Did did that live, Facebook Live or whatever it was. Was it IG Live? You remember that? That's where things just came unhinged. People getting undressed. The coach is talking. Well, I
2: think Tomlin did a much better job than anybody knew, you know, with Antonio because after he left Pittsburgh, it just got worse and worse and worse. And Rob, he would still be in the NFL and still be doing great things, if it wasn't for him, this is one of those occasions where it is absolutely, positively his fault. All of the, I mean, he's been given, we talk about getting second chances, email, Udoka and others. Man, he's been given so many chances, It's—it's it's, despite his reckless behavior. He has been given chance and opportunity after chance and opportunity. And he continues to blow it and not realize the ramifications of him blowing it. Rob, if you want to play in the NFL again, then don't walk off the field half naked with your arms high up in the air while play is going on.
4: Right. And saying How about that? that? He, he was told to leave or whatever he the story he made up, which was just crazy, Chris. To, to, that's not what you do if you're hurt. You go to the train. Remember that whole story. Yeah, like the whole thing. That well, why would you take your jersey off and throw it and throw it into the stands or whatever it was? That that was crazy. And it's just like you think people not
2: gonna like think about that stuff. And and you say what you want about Tom Brady. He he he. You you think he had ulterior motives? Whatever he got. He gave Antonio Brown another chance, chance after chance. Had him brought a man into his house to live with him. And then you—that's what you do. That's, just, what I, that's what I question about Brady doing that. I do. Well, I don't know how you can question somebody letting you live in their house. I mean, whatever the motives, that's a risk. You—you, you, I mean, you really going out of your way to have somebody live
4: in your house? No, but I'm saying, considering what he had done in some previous situations, that—that that to me was crazy. That's just me. Uh, I, I don't mean, it think he was I, that stable. Oh no, he. I, I agree that with that's that. That's what I'm saying. I, I agree. Yeah.
2: Okay. I agree with that. I mean, but it's, it, you you hit it, Rob. You say it's sad. That's what it is. It's sad because it's sad. This is just a guy that just spiraled out of control, and it'd be one thing if he walked away from the league, even if he was a little bit off his rocker. And just stayed away. I'm good. I had my career. I'm I'm fa- I'm happy with my career. I'm gonna move on to the I'm next track right. of my life. Right. I'm gonna rap or do whatever he wants to do. But he clearly wants to get back. That makes it look worse, Rob. You know what I'm saying? I mean, almost pride should be like make you be like, you know what? As much as I want to get back. I can't go out. But that's why—that's why, that's you, know what why I mean? you
4: don't mess around with those things because they're fleeting, Chris. That you don't have a forty-year career as a player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're fleeting. So you have to enjoy every moment of it and cherish it because one day it's all over and then you got to move on.
2: Great point. Well said. It's not like our
4: careers,
6: right? You, we, you and
2: I will have done this for what forty, 40 or forty-five years, years before exactly before yeah. we retire. You ain't doing that in football, basketball, or baseball. So you're right. And that goes for Antonio and any other athletes who are really selling themselves short, Rob, by not maximizing the moment. You know, because it's quick, man. You retire as a young man. And that's the thing. Antonio Brown's a young man. What is he, about 37? He's young. So, all right, it's the Odd Couple. Y'all have a great weekend. We out. Peace.
5: For generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Defect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
7: The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia,